I'm going to tell you guys all about my upcoming anniversary. We are going to talk Italy, Jack the Ripper, and Scream 5 coming to theaters in 2022. All this and more on today's episode of You Don't Say. But first, we have a word from our sponsor. Take it away, Liz. Allow me to introduce you to the hottest beverage to hit the ready-to-drink canned sparkling wine industry, Champagne. They are launching their first two flavors in early 2021, Champagne and Blood Orange, similar to a mimosa, and Champagne and Peach, similar to a Bellini. Check them out on Instagram at at drinkchampagne and follow their journey from inception to launch and everything in between. There's going to be great discount codes, merchandise, and much, much more. Again, that's at drinkchampagne. They can't wait to share their story and share the Champagne all day way of life with you hey welcome back everybody episode five of you don't say presented by procrastination sports go check out the blog at procrastinationsports.com you can find all of our blogs and podcasts there you can also find us on spotify by searching procrastination podcast network another week in the books i'm joined by my co-host liz and lizzie producer mikey c on the ones and the twos and our first ever guest to you don't say it is the one it is the only the man the myth the legend the master of disaster the king of sting it is q from production delay q my main man what's up brother that is a hell of an introduction yeah, i appreciate I you though my friend it's good to be here this is exciting i feel like i'm on like a real podcast now i feel like ours is just fun it's like the two of us fucking around yeah ours but, is uh, just watching movies this being is like amazing. legitimate yeah mm-hmm. exactly so mm-hmm. this is this is big time views maybe this, people will yeah. be excited about this if you if you guys hear that um jumping a bottle of wine right that that if you guys hear that puddle that's asmr (laughs) you're welcome we have oh shane anytime my man anytime thanks for having uh the time to come on and join us we got a full full crew here we got we got five strong in the box so what's going on in the world the only thing that I care to talk about is usually what's going on with me. Uh, we have a big anniversary coming up in the Scorsone household. Two years of marital bliss. So uh, my ladies here, Liz and Lizzie, have been uh, helping me uh, determine what to purchase. Hey, Matt. Matt's there handing off White Claw to Lizzie. Liz, what, <laughs> Lizzie, Lizzie, what are you drinking? White Claw. Yeah, what flavor? <laughs> what flavor you got? It is um, raspberry. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I always say this. You know, I I always say that when Lizzie's on my screen, I'm always in an instantly better mood. But we have to wait usually 35, 40 <laughs> minutes after we're supposed to record. It's my it, it presence is in high demand. Uh-huh. It is my bedtime now because I've had to wait for Lizzie to show up. <laughs> um, but we're here. We're doing good. Uh, so yeah, it is anniversary week. A lot going on. Um, do you girls want to talk about what I've purchased and what do you think about my purchasing uh, for the bride? What do you think? Sure. What did you get uh, narrowed down to? So I, yeah, a lot of advice. So we'll yeah, see if you took it. I didn't take the puppy advice. The the puppy what was on the table. Bo, Great move on bo, your part, bo, just by the bo. way. Okay, yeah, keep going. I wasn't into the idea of taking care of a puppy. Um, they look cute, but when the chips are down. I figured taking care of a puppy probably wouldn't be great. And I also have, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a borderline mental patient. And I, the first thing I think of when purchasing a dog is when is this dog going to die and how sad will I be? So that was something that I didn't want to go through. So I was kind of looking for future, uh, you know, future scores there, like 10 years down the road. So we didn't go with a puppy. Um, she'll probably listen to this. So the, so the, uh, the, um, the cat no will be surprise. out of the bag. Yeah, so no more oh, surprises. Oh, we can't, we can't tell her. I don't care. Uh, we got. Uh, she already knows. She already snoops around and knows everything. Like it, she, she knows. I got her. She's on uh, your credit card statement, just yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, I got her one of those stackable diamond rings to go with your engagement and your wedding ring. I got her diamond How earrings. How does she gonna stack it? Huh? Twelve rings up her finger. How many times yeah. is she gonna? She's going to have three. It's going to be an engagement ring and then the wedding ring and then the new ring all, all in a row. There. What's, 
Is that like a thing like you do with two years of marriage? I don't think it's two years of marriage. I believe it's a thing that women do, but I am not in tune with that at all. Okay. It's a bougie thing. But actually, what is it, two years, Kevin? It's the the cotton anniversary. So right. I hope you got her some nice cotton undies. Oh. I got her a cotton um, smelling Yankee candle, which I thought was kind of funny. That's cute. Are That's you... a good idea. I make candles. Right. I, I, I forgot about that. No, you didn't. Well, because you're never on the show anymore. So when I, I mean, do you get know, to see you, pick, you know, whether I was here or not, you would pick big corporations over me, and we all know mm-hmm. it. You're right, I would. <laughs> what is your what What is the name of your candle company? Serenity by Jan by Lizzie. <laughs> no, it's Serenity by Jan, then done again by Lizzie. I'll show you my logo because I got it made on. Go get it. Oh. I want to see it. Go get it. I want to see it. So yeah, I ended up getting that stuff, and then a couple of you know husband and wife type of adult type of things that I figured would be fun as well. But, you know, that stays between me and the and, and the missus. Mike, what do you think, buddy? You think I did good or what do you think she's going to say? Oh, I give you, I'll give you an A plus on it. I think you're good. Attaboy, I think, you, you know, you saved it. Yeah. Right. I, I, I've been dropping hints left and right for what she needs to get me. Uh, I've said the words Callaway Epic Flash Driver no less than 15 times. So we'll see if she <laughs> But uh, you don't want like a fun little cover for it instead, like you know, uh, like those like the fuzzy heads that go on head golf cover? clubs. Is that not cool anymore? No, it is. I mean, they come with uh, the club when you buy it, though. I need but the not, club. It's not first. like a, it's not like a Mickey Mouse one. Do you have a, a bag full of Mickey Mouse ones? I should get a Mickey Mouse club head uh, cover. That would be good. I should do that. Um, I also right on your Disney wristband when you're down there. Right. Yeah. Just. Oh, speaking of Disney, the Disney trip is paid off, boys and girls. We will be going again in five months, Ooh. and we are all paid up, ready to roll. So back to Disney we go in another Prepaid, or you're just paying off the last trip? Prepaid for the trip coming Ooh, up. That's going to be nice. This, that's going to treat this you is, right. This is why Disney is also incredible. Everyone always gives me crap about it, especially Liz, but she's coming around a little bit. But um, Disney allows you to book any place you want, so the most expensive place you want. And then they give you an option to pay as you go, which I like because other places, you know, you book and then you pay when you get there. Right. But mm-hmm. not a lot of us are good savers. So we don't we, we, we get there and we already spent all the money we were supposed to be saving. Whereas Disney, you can put money towards your trip as you go. So when you get there, you don't pay anything. You just walk in and enjoy yourself. And I love that because for me, the ultimate planner, it's great because I can just put towards it, put towards it. And I got my spreadsheet like Q taught me how to do everything's budgeted out. <laughs> proud of you, buddy. Good job. So, You're a good provider. I try. I try my best. Lizzie must have went and made the logo. I don't know where <laughs> she I, I think she went to the printing press. She yeah, called up Ben. She called <laughs> up Ben and did the printing press. So what else happened to me over the weekend? I did fire out a little bit of a uh, cruiser missile across the bow of the procrastination team, I think, Friday that was. Uh, any Any thoughts on that text message? Shane? Yeah. Liz? Oh, Shane, you can go first. You want me to go? Oh, I mean, I I know Kevin very well, so it's just like, yeah, this is a normal conversation that we would have. Uh, I felt like I was, yeah. I didn't feel like I could I could see how someone might feel like they were getting attacked, but uh, I just know how Kevin is and how he operates. I had, and now I'm here. I mean, look at this team player. How about that? <laughs> the ultimate team guy. Yeah. Thank you. Shane got. Oh, Just let's see the candle. Company man. Ooh, Lizzie, that's Serenity pretty. By, wait, that's, that's actually the name candle. of it. Yeah. <gasps> then no, it's again not. By Lizzie. <laughs> Serenity by Jan. We need to Lizzie, add that into the Lizzie, I was joking when we talked about that a few weeks ago. <laughs> that's a no, good. I, is that like I made this maybe eight months ago? Is that our spot, new sponsor? Lizzie, <laughs> how much? How much do I pay for one, and how fast can you get it here? <laughs> oh my god, I must put my white claw. Um. <laughs> Yeah, pretty quick delivery. We have almost no customers. <laughs> so we have a pretty quick turnaround. All right. I'm going to buy one tonight. How do I buy it? Um, You just tell me because we're, again, we have almost no demand. All right. I want one. Direct so. consumer. Right All right. Here. Send me one. <laughs> Wholesale. Isn't the, is it backwards to you? No. no let's we can nope. see it. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. perfect. It says, it says Serenity by Jan, then Done Again by Lizzie. It's a pink <laughs> candle. It's got a bunch of great looking colors on there. Let's see the inside of it. I burned it mostly. That looks horrible. What smell is um, it, Lizzie? Uh, this one's... Pe- I can get my my bag of scents. Puke and blood orange. 
this one's peony and magnolia. <gasps> oh, I would love that actually. I don't know what either one of those things smells like. They're flowers. It's really, it's really good. All right, Lizzie, mm-hmm. so you're gonna send me one tonight? I am. Just send me your address. I'll drop it in the mail tomorrow. All right, cool. But I'm... you can't light it. So if I make it tonight, you can't light it for two weeks. This is like when Phyllis knitted Michael Scott the mittens. <laughs> He's like, uh, can't get them wet, can't wear them outside. Uh, all the stipulations. But yeah, I love it. I can't wait to not burn your candle. And just yeah, no, it. well, it's just two weeks because the scent two has weeks. to ferment like a beer. Okay, perfect. So uh, let's get back on track there. Uh, anybody else have any comments about the procrastination text message that I sent out Friday? Let's uh, talk about that quickly before right, we move on. Yeah, on Lizzie's face. I, didn't, I don't know what you're referring to. There's a lot of text messages in that chat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I sent one that people people were a little... Um, I can break it down for the audience if you Go like ahead, it. Basically, he sent a text message saying that this is a family, this is a team, uh, everybody needs to kind of be there when, if someone's going to, like, not going to be available for a show, someone else can swap in. Kind of like a, I would say it, it was very corporate email. That's, mm. like, that's mm-hmm. the vibe I got. Like it was not email. corporate. If I felt like I was getting scolded by my Irish father in that text message. <laughs> it was like I had a immediate flashback to like, Kevin says what did I do? Uh, uh, uh. But it didn't bother me whatsoever. I worked see, with him already. See, Mike's a company with, guy. Mike falls in line. That's why he's here. <laughs> Mike falls in line. No need to follow up. Yeah, because there wasn't period. a need. Because oh, if they didn't, he didn't dare put that, no, didn't put that somebody would have followed up. And Kevin, like, with what a, did I do? That. What did she do 10 minutes later? I followed up. She followed up, Shane. But there was no need. No need. No, I didn't follow up in the group. I texted him privately. Shane, oh, I'm I just said, reading it now. Yeah. There's no need. Lizzie, Here, why don't, Lizzie, why Lizzie, don't you read a text? Right on track with her being so, late to everything. Now reading um, a, a text message from three days ago. From a week ago. <laughs> um... Unfortunately, I um, don't read things more than 10, 15 words. Just read it. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I am. I just have my throat. Company um, name is like eight words But long. this is my this is like my legit first reaction. So I'm like a little pissed. Mm-hmm. You're pissed. Why? Yeah. Why would you be pissed? It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't about you. Oh, okay. Well, then I, it's fine. I thought it was directed towards me. No. How would that be directed towards you? Read the text. <laughs> is there anything in there that says? Please don't show up 55 minutes late. To one report. <laughs> I didn't mention that at all. So how would that be about you? I don't know. I don't know. You sound like me just being paranoid constantly. I mean, that, that, that you would probably be the one of the last people that would that would be referenced to. OK. So you're really not going to read it out loud. You're just going to read it on air and then. No, well, I. Oh, sorry. Did you want me to read it out loud? Yeah, yeah, read it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, no, I was okay. Um, what's up, everybody? So here's the new rule: each podcast can submit to Mel Ra- Mel Rainey. Yeah, fine. Keep going. Rainey. Mel Rainey and Mel Rooney. Tell me what it is. Mel Rainey. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Mel Rainey and I the Company day man. record and release. Yeah. Um, if your crew can't make it on the record day, then sk- then either skip a week or bring in other people from shows to fill in the remaining people who can make it your show. Please let me. Do I have to read this whole thing? No, Just you don't. Just read the part to. where he says he'll gladly show us the door. Oh yeah, read, read that, that part. part. Read the part. most dramatic part. Yep. I'm having. Where is that part? Mm-hmm. It's probably about halfway down where I tell everybody that I'll just get rid of them. Moving forward, I will make a decision on all things related. Is this it? Could be. I don't know. Kevin was just in his feelings. All right, let's move and on. And he had to get it out. If everyone can't make on board with the team concept, then I can show you the door. Mm. I don't care what shows or blogs get views. I care the blog gets views. Right. The team, the team, the team, as the University of uh, Michigan would say. Right, Mike? The team, the team, the team. All right. What do we have on the docket to discuss today? Who's reading? Liz, you want to take it away, Liz? Um, sure, I can do that. Hang on one second here. I have some big news coming up about this first topic, actually, that I think people will find uh, okay. enjoyable. All right. So first topic on the docket um, yeah. came from the Smithsonian Magazine website. Um, so Italy is reintroducing, well, Florence in particular, the city, my favorite city. 
Um, so they've had these century old wine doors that have, they date back to like the early 1600s when the bubonic plague was around. Um, no, it's the last time they were used was 1600. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, when was so, the bubonic plague? Does anybody know? There was a few waves of 1412. No, Columbus sailed the ocean blue, 1492, right? Well, there had it was a. I listened to like way too many podcasts today on it on the bubonic plague. Is that um, when the I rats ate people? Down. No, that's it's in Colorado right now. Sick. Is it? Yeah, it didn't go away. You can get it from prairie dogs still. Yeah, if they bite you. Where the fuck yep. would I be around a prairie dog? Arizona, it's Colorado, <laughs> Colorado, Utah. The uh, mm-hmm. the the Black Death was in 1346. Just, that was so fucking close. Yeah. So there's so wait, but there's a lot of different. So okay, so they invented it after the Black Plague as a way to safely get people their wine without interacting with them. So Italy, Florence, Italy, they have these beautiful little stone windows where they hand wine through that are literally hundreds and hundreds of years old. Well, they're bringing them back because of COVID-19. More than 150 Buschetti del Vino or wine windows scattered across the northern Italy city. As the organization's president, Matteo Faglia, tells business insiders Phoebe Hunt, the unique portals were introduced to the Tuscany region as a way for sellers to sell surplus wine to working class buyers, often decorated with small wooden doors. The openings are just big enough to stick one's arm through with a glass of wine in hand. There you go. Um, Sorry, guys, my document won't load. It's okay. We got it. Um, I told it from memory. It wasn't that good. I am going to Italy in 2022. Just decided. So big announcement coming. Uh, we are going in May of 2022. Is that part of um, the anniversary <laughs> gift? Or is that no. just... No. That's, okay. that's, that, that's just something I've always wanted to do. And I've... I'm not a big leaving the country guy, as Shane knows. But I'm going to do it. I'm going to go to Italy. And, you need uh, a personal tour guide. I got you, man. Mike, you are always welcome if you want to come Italy with me. Yeah. Kevin Absolutely. is like John Madden. He he would take a bus anywhere rather than take a plane. I hate flying. Flying is one of the most annoying concepts to me. They um, feed you the whole time. It's great. You yeah. eat the whole time and watch movies. You'll be fine. I'm going to do great. I think I'm going to dress like uh, Pacino in Godfather 3 when he goes back to Sicily. That's going to be the look. Um, yeah, I'm not a big flyer, as Shane says. Um, I think the whole onboarding process of the flight is absolutely horrible. And I don't know how I'm going to do flying to Italy. Italy we need, to get, we need to get you a procrastination bus, tour bus. Yes, I would love that. How much can we all chip in on that? How much is a bus? A like bus? a buck 50, probably. How much is a tour bus? What kind, of, what kind of bus are you looking for? I want like, you know, I can like, get you a school bus pretty cheap. That like would be a great. tours bus. We'll just soup no, up the school no, bus. Let's, no, It'd let's go with that idea. Just get It'd like a mini school bus and we'll oh, ride that around. Nice. Yes. Lizzie, did you, uh, I just saw your text. Mike is how, is using a fake background. Yes. Okay. If, you, if you were wondering. I'm in the office today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm enjoying the nice get, view. If I could get a yellow school bus to drive around, I would do that 100%. Yeah, I hate flying. I hate going into the airport. I hate going through TSA. Uh, I hate waiting for the flight. Just not a big fan of flying. I know I'm in the minority, obviously, with that. Everybody loves flying, but not me. Liz, how is the trip to Italy? How? how... Hey, I it's not a – yeah, well, I think we've all been. Um, Sheen, have you been to Italy? No. Okay, so never mind. Uh, most of us have been. It's um, it's not bad. It's really not. The food's good. They give you two meals and a snack. And we flew right out of JFK. I think it was maybe eight hours, but we took a red eye. So take a red eye, sleep, take some melatonin, and you'll be fine. Hmm. Yeah, it's I'm not, not bad. It's not. It'll be fine. There's a good chance that I. You'd back rather up. be on a plane than a bus for eight hours. No, I love the bus. Not if I had my. No. If I had my own bus where I didn't have to be around people, I would that would yeah. be my dream come true. It already had a stage and a booty pull. <laughs> That'd be Kevin with like a rock star tour bus. All I would need I, I all, all I would need is like a freezer full of steakums, a carton of Marb Reds, and let's just hit the open road and fuck shit up. 
I would love that. I've actually talked about selling. I imagine house. you. I imagine you with like a casual, nice casual tour bus, but then like you just like hit a switch, lights go down, disco ball comes, just neon lights, party time. Yeah. But like that's at the flip of a switch. That's what I've I imagine. Thought, I've thought uh, about selling my house and buying a uh, RV and just living off the RV. I could I think, see. That. I think it'd be fun. You can just go wherever you want. I don't want. think your wife would be down with that, but I could see you doing that. Mm. Yeah, I might just do it. She just can have the house. The house. house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lizzie, when did you go to Italy? Um, February of 2019. Am I gonna? Am I gonna hate this flight? I'm gonna hate it, aren't I? No, no. I well, I had a great time. I met a very sweet couple that lived in um, Maryland half the year and India and the other half. That sounds horrible. Yeah, no, I took an Adderall. We had a great conversation. So India half the year, Maryland the other half of the year. I think I'd rather live in India than Maryland. What's going on in Maryland? No, there's too many, way too many people in India. Yeah, that is true. There's a lot of people. Oh yeah, you're right. I hate people. Where do I need to move to? That's the question. Where is the least populated place where you can actually live? I think Montana, proven. Mm, I would love Montana. That's mm-hmm. right up my alley. Yeah. Yeah. So we are going to go to, uh, I have it right here. We are going to Rome, Venice, uh, the Amalfi Coast, and a quick stop in Sicily. So that is where I will be trekking wow. through. The amount, the amount of, of are you guys flying to Sicily? Because that's at the other end of Italy there. Yeah, no, we're taking three weeks, and uh, we're going. We're gonna go up and down, up and down, and uh, no, we're flying into Rome. Uh, so take me, a, Kevin, you got to take the uh, to get to Sicily. Take an overnight uh, like cruise. It's mm. like an overnight boat. That sounds good. Yeah. I it's like not the like water. a cruise cruise, but you know it's. A cheaper cruise kind of thing. Yeah, there's a good chance I back out of this trip altogether. I don't, <laughs> All right. Well, you, you probably fly from have. Rome to Calabria and like you take the trains everywhere else from like Central and Northern Italy. But See, that Calabria, there's not a lot of people around there. That's like the, 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 the traveling within travel sounds absolutely awful. Yeah. I just That's wanted so to fun. go to like. See, I just I'm imagine just, you taking a ton of Instagram pictures and mm-hmm. posting only Godfather quotes, like for three straight weeks. That's all that's gonna happen. A lot of content from the gram. A lot of quotes Pons. out there. A lot of quotes to be had, Shane. <laughs> um, I think I'm more of just like a Tampa Bay guy. Like I'm not an Italy guy. I'm a Tampa Bay guy, bro. Like I just go to Tampa Bay, put on a Hulk Hogan tank top. Eat some like boneless chicken wings and call it a vacation. I don't know if I'm an Italy guy. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's me. It seems like there's a lot of legwork to visit all these places in Italy. That's what I mean. I think maybe you should shorten your trip and just maybe go to one or two places and then take no. that other week and go to Tampa. You're an Mike, Italy. What guy. do you think? You're I'm an Italy. for everybody. Trust me. Hold on. No, no, no. Because first off, you have to go where The Godfather was filmed. All Godfather right. Two. Right. Where he got with Michael, uh, where Michael got married is uh, some Volca. That's and part that's one. Was filmed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. is it one? It's part yeah, one. Part right? one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so actually, that place only got roads because they filmed there. That was the agreement with the town, wow. with Hollywood. Pave my sick. roads, and you could film the uh, movie here. Wow. At the church and everything. So you got to go. I would love that. Between the what food a and stuff. Deal that town. You got. have to go there. Yeah, it's a great deal. Just a great deal. Uh, well, see, I still have family in uh, Naples and some in Sicily. I, I've never met them, but maybe I'll just go knock on their door and be like, yo, what up? The uh, the original, uh, the mother, the original mother in the movie uh, of The Bride, she still lives there. She's the only uh, person from the town that got in the movie. That's awesome. Do that, you think that's going to be a super fun fact when we do our three part Godfather review on <laughs> on uh, production, production delay. I'll even send pictures over. I got pictures. So <laughs> it's Abalonia's mom was the only person in the movie that was actually from the town. Mm-hmm. Like had a main role. Like she actually spoke. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm sure there were. She didn't say much. I think it was all in Italian, if I can recall. Mm-hmm. Um, from what she, I don't even recall what you know what she said, but 
Yeah, she was the only original person. Yeah. Poor Alonia. I, I, uh... I don't know. It, it is cat. Uh, going back to the original part of the segment start, I think those wine doors are pretty cool. <laughs> those little windows. Yeah. I would. It's kind of like an old-fashioned drive-thru. Yeah. It's probably, like, yeah, it's like the start of the drive-thru. That's what it is, really, when you think about it. We have yeah. drive-thru liquor stores here. And it's like, it's, I mean, it's literally, you, there's no entry, it seems like. And they just put it through like a cage. Yeah, that is cool. So you can just drive up and order your beer or your wine, and they just hand it out to. Half the time, you don't even see the person you're ordering to. Like you're just shouting into a hole, and they just put their hand out. Better half of my life shouting through a hole. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's one of those things that I just think when I get there, I might enjoy myself, but I don't. don't Might, Kevin. Oh my God, Italy's so much fun. I found it exhausting. (laughs) That's what I mean. I mean, you do walk a lot, but you're eating so much, you need to walk. Otherwise, you just get, like, a massive stomachache. My blood sugar was 400 the whole time. I mean, I know this guy down in Tampa that owns his own Italian restaurant called Alfano's. I could just go eat there and hang out at the beach. That <laughs> seems like It's different. The ingredients are different. It's just, I don't know. I can't explain it. You just got to go. You'll have fun. But, I, you know, and then I... Then I got to listen to like, you know, all these people I've been getting ready and I've been talking to some people. And then like I got like, you know, there's like John O'Malley, like these most Irish people ever pretend they're Italian and tell me how great it is and blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't whatever. Well, I mean, I'm not Italian either, but my husband is. He's so Italian. He could get an Italian passport if he wanted. Um, But we had the best tour guide. He actually he lived in New York City. Um, he's a New Yorker. Um, he taught at one of the colleges. I can't remember which one, but whatever. He decided to screw the whole thing and moved to Italy, became a tour guide Ugh. at the Uffizi. And it was the best tour we had. It was like a walking tour of Florence. And it was he was like such a good storyteller. We were just captivated. There's this, Hooters in, there's this Hooters in Tampa that is just outrageous. Mike, if you've never been to the Hooters in Tampa, <laughs> that's where you got to go. Hey, what happened I've with you in I've never been to Tampa. You got to go to Tampa. I, Tampa. I got to go. I love Hooters. I I wear my sluttiest clothes there, and I every you know I just hope they offer me a job because it's the most validating feeling. They would offer you a job. They have. I've declined. Well, it's because I was wearing – it wasn't because – of my rack was because my confidence of wearing a bikini top in there that really led them to believe I'd be a good. You just go in there in a bathing suit. That, isn't that like a rule? You can't have a bathing suit in a place. Like, isn't no, it like it, the no shoes, no shirt cute. service type thing? No shirt, but girls can kind of wear whatever. I didn't call it a shirt. Hmm. I was wearing shoes. Hooters food makes me shit violently. Ever eat Hooters? <laughs> if we're going to talk actually about Hooters for a minute, the, the food is brutal. It's um, not good. I've no. been on the Hooters hate train for a long time here me too a long time Uh, anything i eat there it's just instant diarrhea nonstop. um i'm not a huge hooters guy i think it's like i know we're getting a little off track here but we should talk about this i mean outback is the gold standard of chain restaurants so i compare everything to the outback um you know i think we're talking hooters is like below the 99 restaurant probably it's getting real into the bowels of, of chain restaurants. Like, Ruby Tuesday might be ahead of Hooters. It's not good. No. They're really coasting on their the boobs. Their boobs, yeah. They're really coasting <laughs> on the boobs. Like, they're putting uh, in no effort elsewhere. I, I, I got to figure out Italy. This is something, like, I already gave them some money, but I got to figure it out. It just sounds horrible. It sounds I like I, I think it's two things. I think one, uh, you know, Lizzie and others, not to say her specifically, but people who have a romanticized, you know, idea of different places are going to give you that kind of input. But I think also you're dreading the actual trip mm. of the travel more than the actual experience of being there. So I think it's a combination of those two things like you're probably only talking to people that have this very over romanticized idea about italy and what it is and what it means 
but you're also just like anxiety ridden. So you're getting hit on both ends That's instead it. of like a realistic thing of being like, yeah, you should go to like check out another country. It's probably pretty dope. See, I think like uh, you're right in a sense that the traveling while I'm there seems like a lot. Is that Mike? How was that? The traveling with the traveling. Like you got to travel like, all over. The like place. travel within, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like within Italy itself? Yeah. We didn't see. We didn't fly like anywhere within. Once we were in Italy, it was all based on bus or boats. Yeah, I could and do it, that. It, I mean, it wasn't that bad. Liz, I mean, did you fly when you were there? I I don't like being on a bus, so I hated being on the bus for a couple hours. But it's cool. But it's also cool. You can look out the window and see different things as you go. You know. So people forget you can rent a car though and drive yourself. You don't have to just well, like, yeah. sit and travel. I, like we I rented flown. a car through Tuscany and it was awesome. Mm. I mean, I've flown from like Finland to Prague, and that was honestly easier to fly than state to state because it was like, less. It's less security. Right. It's less it's intense. It's smaller. It's but not it's as separated. Far. I think it's, I just yeah. have... You have European passports in one line, and then everyone else passports in another, and it's just so we get searched uh, more intensely than a an EU member, just because we're you know whatever. But that's fine. I, I feel safer that way. I think that yeah, because uh, my uh, they the government misprinted my passport, so uh, oh. I get always I get searched all the time. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I get a little rub down all the time. But like Kevin, the yeah. the flight from Rome to Calabria, which is where you would take the ferry over to Sicily, which is like the Reggio Airport, was like a three hour flight. It's not oh, not awesome. even a long time. I don't even think it was three. And you got to go through the security again, Shane. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Florida three hour is flight, farther. Kevin. Raleigh to Tampa. Tampa. You know, I could drive to Tampa in about seven hours. <laughs> Boom, I'm there. You know what I mean? Like I have. Is this bad of me? But I have no interest in going anywhere else. Like everything you I want is right like here in the U.S. of A. It's right. World. It's right here, bro. Tampa. I'll you got you, Tampa, Clearwater, and St. Pete all within a 25 minute radius. I think the travel within would is very easy as long as you're going to be staying in certain places for like an, an actual amount of time. Like you can't be flying in, staying two days in one city, traveling, mm. two days in another city, traveling, and do mm. that for three weeks. Like that's, that's insane. why I need. I'm that's gonna... insane. If you want to pick like three places and you just travel on Sundays, you know what I mean? Th- then you can do it because then you've got enough time to decompress and enjoy like what's that. going on around you. I like that. See, I like that. Hey Mike, I've speaking, had, dude. Mike, speaking of Hooters, what's up with you and the Hurricanes Ice Girls? Uh, yeah, we're kind of, we're on a hold right now. You know, I'm mm-hmm. working on we're getting some uh, dates going on for to I get them on the show here. Yeah. You know, it's tough right now with the pandemic, so I'm working on some things. What did uh, did you buy them drinks and stuff when you were hanging out with them, or what happened there? Uh, no, they were actually they came over to my buddy, so we just hung out and you know shoot the shit and stuff. How many of them? Three. What they look like? Like ice girls from the NHL. They blonde. They brunette. What were they? They uh, no. There was a co- there was two blondes. The next level up from Hooters waitresses. And right. next level up from the Hooters ra- waitresses. Exactly. So did you give them? So did you give them their number? You, did you give them your number or anything like yes. that? Yes. Yes, they got my number. Have they texted you? They have. What'd they say? Hey, how's it going? You know, mm-hmm. when are we setting up on this podcast? Uh-huh. Things like that, you know. We going to get them the on magic. the show? We're going to get them on the show. We're working the magic. That'd be great. We would love to have the Hurricanes Ice Girls on the show. That would be good. Yeah, that would that would be nice. We'll get we'll get that going. I'll uh, I'll keep you posted in the next few weeks. I appreciate that. You, you know, know, I'm I'm sure they have uh, a lot of NHL uh, knowledge they'd love to share with us, so that'd be good. Yeah, I'm cause sure. Because we, we don't talk get, a lot of NHL. I have to do like an NHL show with them. Right. Yeah. See? Producer, big brain. There we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, this day in history, uh, rough day for the prostitute by the name of Marianne Nichols. She was murdered by serial killer Jack the Ripper, so tough look for her. Uh, she was found murdered in the city's Whitechapel district. London saw four more victims of the murderer during the next few months, but no suspect was ever found. So on this day in history, Jack the Ripper uh started his murderous spree in london uh liz i know that you have been enthralled with jack the ripper podcasts as of late so go ahead why don't you enlighten the folks here about jack the ripper okay so um 
so we film this we're filming this on a monday but we we release it every friday but on this day in history monday august 31st in 1888 jack the ripper had his first victim poor 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 girl but so there's a lot of conspiracy around this guy yeah, um, I got one. Recent, recently, people have said um, that but they might have been able to trace him back to who he actually was through 23andMe, um, which is just like a Ancestry.com swab. Um, so the Whitechapel district in London was um, it was a very, very poor district of London in the area, like really, really terrible poverty. A lot of the women naturally turned to sex work. Um, so this Jack the Ripper apparently was super religious. He wanted to save everybody. Um, but all, most of his victims were 40 and older sex workers, um, which kind of people, people thought maybe he had like a mommy issue or that his mother was actually, um, someone who had turned to sex work in the past because she was a divorcee in the 1800s, which was just like not a good look back then. But, um, Kevin, what's your conspiracy about Mr. Jack? I've read a book called The Devil in the White City. It's a phenomenal book. If you haven't read it, go out and get it. It's about the uh, Chicago World Fair, and uh, there was a guy there who set up basically a murder house where um, he, because of all the tourists coming in for the World Fair, they needed places to stay. So he uh, would rent out these rooms in this building. And when the people got there, they turned out it turned out that they were in um, literally a murder house where he would set traps and games and kill all these people. Um, So they found out who this guy was. They traced him back. And um, this was after the Jack the Ripper stuff. But they found out that um, during Jack the Ripper's spree in London, this guy was actually uh, in London living there at the time. And then he traveled to Chicago. So there are uh, uh, conspiracy Ooh. theories out there that he is also Jack the Ripper. Well, that's a funny story because he did disappear and they don't know if he was expelled to Australia. I just like saw a lot it. of criminals did at the time or if he went to Chicago, like you said, he could have. Um, but there were a lot of angry guys out there that liked to kill sex workers. You know, what's uh, interesting about this. Do you guys re- recall the uh, Gilgo Beach killer back in uh, like early 2010? Like no, tell 2020? us. Was that in so Long Island? It was in Long Island. So yes. back in, I would say, Mike's got to talk. I have to really positively look, but I want to say like 08, somewhere around there, like the late 2000s. Um, there was same thing: sex workers, prostitutes that were found. I think it was three or four at the time, right in Gilgo Beach in Long Island. It was a mistake that they found him. I feel, uh, like the police officer broke down or used the bathroom. It was something crazy like that and then saw something. But then over the years, over, I would say, honestly, up until maybe four years ago, they were finding bodies on the beach, like separated. And it was the same uh, similar age group, similar thing. They were all, oh. Most of them were prostitutes. But then the last one was uh, an Asian male. And I, I want to say it was a child as well. Have so we then, ruled out that this is Jack the Ripper? Well, that's just it. It's it almost seems like a copycat, just from what you were saying before. Similar, mm-hmm. you know, motive, and they're all in one centralized location. They uh, there's a movie out now on Netflix on it, but they still to this day have never s- figured out who it was and who did it and stuff. Yeah, but it's pretty crazy. Q, where that's do you scary. fall on Jack the Ripper? Uh, I mean, I feel like I don't really have. I'm not a big uh, murder like mystery serial killer guy. I know that's like a super hot thing that's right now. That's a hot now. take in the streets nowadays. It's uh, yeah, it's a super hot thing right now where people are, you know, Netflix documentaries about true crime and serial killers and all that kind of stuff is that's really all taken off. Yeah, it's it's all people watch. So I, uh, it's, it's not my it's not my thing. I mean, like I'm not like against it. It doesn't like freak me out or whatever. You're I'm, definitely no, not for I'm a, Jack the Ripper though, right? You're anti no. Jack the Ripper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're against serial killing. You know. Good. Just Wait. We're an anti-serial killing podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lizzie, go ahead. What have you been watching uh, lately? What is your murder mystery of choice? Um. So we're watching Jodi Arias. Good one. We love her. Well, you know, her story, not her. But um, and we were watching Robert Durst. 
Yes. Did you? Yeah. Are you watching? Are you watching the Jinx on HBO? Yes, we just finished it. Yeah, it's incredible. It's Did one of the best. The it's one of the best documentaries of all time. Did you see the ending? Yeah, I've seen it. I've oh watched it God. twice. I like. I had to watch that last minute mm. fifteen times. Yeah, it's great. It's a great documentary. If you guys haven't seen it, that's one that you should go oh, watch. Captivating. Yeah, it captivating. is. Captivating. I've really been going with the. I've been watching a lot of documentaries about John Benet Ramsey. That one just that poor little girl. But like, it's just I don't know who did it anymore either. I thought it was the parents forever. We talked about this last week, but I am. I think it was somebody else. I think somebody went in the house and killed that little girl. I'm off of the parents. I don't think the parents did it. But that one has been pretty big um, uh, with me lately. But because Lauren and I watch a ton of that shit too. I don't know why. It's really depressing. But I, I, I tend to end up watching a lot of that. Um, speaking of uh, one serial killer, this is how you transition. Here's a fictional serial killer. We've got Scream 5 coming to theaters January 14, 2022. We got a lot of Scream fans uh, on this podcast. Uh, the next movie in the long-running Scream franchi- franchise will be directed by Ready or Not director duo Matt Batnelli, Open and Tyler Gillett. Good for them. Even more exciting, Scream 5 will feature the return of Courtney Cox and David Arquette. Bad news, Nev Campbell is still unconfirmed. It's also recently announced that used Jenna Ortega. That's a big bonus for me. And in the Heights star, Melissa Barrera. Anybody got that? Nobody? Would be joining the cast, although details on their roles have yet to be shared. So, big stretch of horror movies for fans like me you get halloween two and three coming out next year and the year after and then you get following that up right with uh with uh scream in 2022 um we've talked about this briefly i would like to get everybody's favorite horror movie and then also let's talk a little scream and how and how scream because scream is really the big horror movie of of our childhood really growing up you know Mm -hmm. people in the 70s they had halloween people in the 80s you have friday uh nightmare on elm street scream was kind of that for us growing up this is what you rented at blockbuster or video zone or wherever you went um so i'm going to go to our resident movie expert who does the production delay podcast with me Mm -hmm. go check out production delay on the blog procrastination sports or on spotify or uh now on apple podcast uh by searching procrastination podcast networks shane favorite horror movie but also what does scream mean to you uh go ahead Oh, uh, so I, to borrow a uh, phrase from another procrastination personality, our buddy Mulraney over on the corner booth, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm against horror movies. Pain to be scared is dumb. Pain to be scared is dumb. I've heard that from him. It's just silly. I'm scared constantly. Um, Yeah. uh, Scream is, I don't know, I feel like it's. I, I feel like I'm in a weird spot about it. I feel like, uh, you know, when I initially saw the first one, I might have been too young mm. and then was just turned off to it because I was one, too young and two, I just, I don't really fuck with horror movies. So uh, this, like them continuing this franchise is, for me is is like just neutral. Liz, how about you? You're a big horror horror movie fan like me. So what do you think? So I agree with what you kind of said earlier. Like, Scream is our horror movie of our generation. You know, like, I mean, I've seen Children of the Corn. I've seen Rosemary's Baby. I've seen, you know, way back Dawn of the Dead, old black and white horror, which I think might be my favorite horror movie of all time. What's Dawn that? Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dawn Dead. Of the Dead. Yeah, I'm coming to get you, Barbara. It's such a good line. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I mean, this, it's a classic slasher movie. You know, I I, I love it. It's, you got to respect it at least. Um, and I'm not talking the spoofs that they made, you know, scary movie, all that shit. I mean, they, they were funny, but like the actual horror movie itself was so scary because you didn't know who the actual killer was. I really hope that they find a way to bring Drew back in this. I mean, like, she's so good at anything horror. She was just in the Santa Clarita Diet or whatever. Um, or she plays a zombie, for crying out loud. But, like, I said this in the first episode, but she is the absolute best victim I've ever, ever seen. 
Yeah, I you mean, could bring her back as like a twin sister or something. And she was We've such a before. she was so hot back then that like she could have been the main character, but she didn't want to. Like she when she auditioned, she said, No, I want to die. I want to be the first to die, and I want it to be dramatic. And she did it perfectly. So I love Scream. Yeah, I love Scream too. Um, not let me rephrase. I don't love Scream Two. I love the original Scream. You get what I'm saying there, Shane? How I don't love Scream Two. Get it? I love Scream. Yeah, yeah. You, the right, word you're right. looking for is also. Mm, bingo. All right. So yes, I do love Scream. Um, I think Scream is great because it doesn't take itself too seriously. Uh, and why it made for a great slasher film. I think it's the best slasher film ever made. I don't consider Halloween a slasher film. I think Halloween is straight classic horror. Lizzie, are you a horror film fan? Because you don't strike me as someone that's... But then again, you're watching a lot of murder mysteries, so maybe you do like horror movies. No, I like... Because I think the... the criminal justice system is very interesting. So I like watching like the trial part of it, but I don't get any enjoyment out of knowing that someone suffered you know, a lot. So I don't like that part of it. So you're right. I don't like horror movies. You would hate the story of my life then just filled with No, suffering. I know. That's how uh, I it, it, it is also filled with just watching trials though. So maybe right. she would be interested. True. I did watch the entire OJ Simpson trial from start to finish. Not the documentary, not the, not the FX miniseries, the entire trial from start to finish. Yeah. So Cause that's you're a maniac. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From, Pre-trial deliberation all the way to uh, the verdict. I think the jury's um, play in it is always so interesting. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Mike, what do you think about Scream coming back? You excited? Don't care? Do we need Um, Nev Campbell to make this great? I think you do, but go ahead. No, so I actually, I don't like horror movies at all. I don't like being scared, but (laughs) I do enjoy Totally agree. and Halloween. Those are the only two I will watch, and I like them a lot. So I am excited Scream is coming back. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I think they can bring them all back, but I think they should sw- uh, do a different twist so they can mooch off for more money and keep it going. I, yeah, if they bring I, everyone back, it's just going to be like an like – an, like, I love Entourage, but it's like the Entourage movie. That it was movie just an sucked. It was just an extended episode. Like, it was great if you were a fan, but that was it. And was that, it, though? That, they can't make that mistake here. Like, you can't just have the fans to mm. like, you need everyone to like it, especially with the COVID. You got to make the money. Yeah, we need the money. You're right, though. The entourage. It's a cash grab. It's definitely I, a cash no, grab. It's 100% oh, a cash it's very, grab. Indiana Jones 5 is a cash grab. Yeah. Jurassic Park 5 is going to be a cash. There's six, whatever the hell it is. That's all cash grabs. And I'm going to go see every single one of them because I love those movies. But Mike makes a good point. Scream is too good to die, just like Halloween is too good to die. So you gotta re, you gotta bring in new characters, you gotta bring in new blood, and just continue the franchise. Mm-hmm. I like that point a lot, Mike. Uh, speaking of Honorage, though, uh, God, great show, but really poor movie, really poor way to wrap that yeah, up. Yeah, they they botched it. It it was tough, but I still enjoyed it. All right, before we wrap up today, I did have some clips of the week that I wanted to play. Um, Mike, you send these to me? Yeah, they're in your email. What email? I'm looking at my email. Where I, I sent you the other email. <laughs> Why would you send them to the other email? Because you asked me to send it to that email. No, I asked you to send it to the email that I always use. Why would I ask you to send it to the email that I never... You text me, send this email for this shit. the hell you want me to do? I mean... Uh, it's just a sabotage. I think everything I do is being sabotaged. I really do, man. I mean, come on. We're doing It'll a show. Why would you say I, I send you everything on Gmail? Why would you not send it to Gmail? You texted me the Yahoo one, so I yeah. sent it to the Yeah, I texted you the Yahoo one. Whatever. Go look at your... Okay. Whatever. All right. Well, I, I guess we're not doing clips of the week because I have a producer that can't send me things, I guess. <laughs> I, I got. Can I, you guys uh, hear this fight going on in my alley right now? Holy can you hear this fight going on here? Because Mike doesn't know how to send an email. This is a more important fight. She's more interested in the alley. Can, can, <laughs> can you can, can you bring the microphone out in the alley? Yeah. Can we get a live feed of that? Hang on. Yeah. Hang on. All right. Yes. 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 Let's go. We're going. This is good. <laughs> Mike's off. Mike's off the hook now because I'm going to get a fight on. Well, in Mike the alley. just got. Hang on. Let's bring oh the mic in the air. 
hit the mute. She hit the mute. Well, Mike, from now on, can we use the Gmail then, I guess? Because <laughs> I don't have this one pulled out. So I'll send it to the right one. Just okay, forward right. it to him right now. No, the dream's over. Brain I don't even I'm just being sabotaged. I get... I got to send out team bonding text, Mike sabotaging me here. I love you, Mike, but I mean, come on. Gmail, Gmail, Gmail. Everything I send on here, Gmail, Gmail. You're sending it to Yahoo. Come well, on. you know what? I might just walk out the door. You said that. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You're going to walk out the door. I'm sure you're going to walk out the door. What else are you going to do with your time? Nothing. I mean, <laughs> give me a break. Just send it to Gmail. That's all I ask. All right. That's all I ask. Move on. Let's move yeah, on. we're moving on. We're going to wrap up the show. Um... So we got to wrap up the show because Liz has a alley fight going on outside of her. <laughs> you know, Mike doesn't know how to work email. I'm not gonna, Mike. I promise I won't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna harp on this. It's just you know. When we're doing a show, we should have the stuff to do the show. That's like rule number. Uh, no, I, I understand. I Mike, do you think it's important that people are able to hear me when we do the show? Like, do you think that's an important part of the show? Yes, absolutely. All right. So then I think having the content ready is also an important part of the show. Wouldn't you agree? Uh-huh. To the right damn one next time, all right? All right, perfect. I appreciate that very much. Thank you. I appreciate you doing your part to make the show better. Thank you very much. Thank you. And I promise I won't harp on it, but thank you very much. Okay? That was good. So from now on, we're going to send the content for the show to the, sh- to the email that I use for the show so we can do the show. That would be great. I just sent it for you. Perfect. Right in time. Thanks, Welcome. Good job. Gold star for you today. Good job. All right, everybody. We will be back next week for another episode of You Don't Say. Q, thank you for joining us. My pleasure, my friends. Let me know when you need me. Thank you. Lizzie. Yes. Thank you. It was great to see you tonight. We missed you. (laughs) Well, I missed you guys. And Michael, oh, oh, Mike, we got an emergency alert coming in live. National what weather. We got a flash flood warning in effect wow. for this area Jesus. until 11:45. Better get my swim trunks on. Yeah, maybe the content for the show will get swept up in the flood, and then we'll have to figure something else. Get out. my canoe out. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you can paddle better than you can send emails. All right, brother. <laughs> we'll be back next week for another episode of You Don't Say. Thanks, everybody. Bye.